on the Spencer's the Pez, poking out at the cons, Renaissance fests, watch anime chicks with inflatable breasts. You might be a Trekkie, <laughs> sit back and watch as the Uber geek goes and kicks it up a notch. Turn to the left to F in your dictionary and add this word to your vocabulary. Take a look, cause I'm the real McCoy. Damn it, Jim, I'm not a doctor, I'm just the definition of a fanboy, baby. Coming to you live from Elusive Comics and Games in Santa Clara, California. It's the Fanboy Planet Podcast with your host, Big Daddy D, Derek McCaw. Big Daddy D, I appreciate that decor. All that goes right. right back to the Pez Man, Mr. Lon Lopez. He's looking at you, baby. All the toes. And of course, our moral compass, sound engineer, and occasional commentator. Mr. Rick Brett Schneider. Only edited for error broadcast. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, the top story today, I think, we're coming to this is Wednesday, the June 13th. The top story. You make it sound so important. It is. I've been told that, that everything I say sounds important, even though it's not. Uh, World War Hulk has finally hit. Okay, wait. I'm confused. Because we did a podcast a couple weeks ago mm-hmm. where mm-hmm. we said the same exact thing. World War Hulk is finally here. Yeah, well, that was there was World War Hulk prologue, prelude, oh. yes. prelude, prelude, oh. and now the actual miniseries begins. World War Hulk holding the, his hand. The Hulk has finally number one of five. Returned, the Hulk has hit the fan. Right? Is to that Earth, how? and he is not happy. Hulk Wait, let me ask: Is Hulk ever happy? Yes, yes, I can recall a lot of really the times. happy Hulk. Who well, reads that? Who reads that book? Well, actually, it was a thing. Uh, Planet Hulk. Fish men make Hulk laugh. Mm. Uh, you know, I, I can because if he turns happy, doesn't he turn back into David Banner or Bruce Banner or whatever? Wow, you are not a Hulk fan, are you? Not really. No, no. Because no. he's he's angry. Hulk's man. You know, it's the same thing every you time. Know, so. it, no, uh, actually, the Hulk was sort of happy at the end of the Planet Hulk arc. Uh, and but that couldn't last, no, could that it? that couldn't last. Although I thought as an ending to the Hulk saga... Then he turned evil and Buffy had to kill him. Oh, no, sorry, wrong. Wait, wait, yeah, right, sorry, no. Then he turned into a puppet. Has the Hulk ever become a puppet? Did he ever fight the puppet master? Flash did. The Flash became a wooden puppet. I don't know okay. if the Hulk has become a... Uh, and I'm sure the Hulk has fought the puppet master. I'm positive of that. Oh, yeah. Because wasn't like Alicia Keys, like the daughter Alicia of the puppet... Alicia Masters. Oh, right. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Dude, I don't read comics. It's all a lie. Caffeine. It's sorry. It's you're sorry. embarrassing me. I, you know. All right. Whatever. Just, Puppet gonna, Master you just, Hulk. You just man the cameras. A World War right, Hulk. Here it's here. Okay, Master, let's go. I loved all those films. Those were good movies too. Yes, the Puppet Master. So tell us, Derek, what's so great about World War Hulk? Well, you didn't like Civil War very much, did you? Do you mean the real one with the North and the South? Or no, the, I mean... Because that was a terrible tragedy was, in our American was. history. It was. Yes. And I also mean the recent Marvel... Uh, oh, the Marvel Civil War? That, you, that was a that terrible you, tragedy you in our American about, history. That you complained about week after week after week. And I think that World War Hulk was going to you know, mop things up. He's returned to Earth, certainly one of the best. Uh, almost everyone in the store has reached consensus that the greatest line ever in the... Uh, History of Hulk confronting Black Bolt uh, 
maybe not the greatest line ever, but certainly the best line of the week comes from uh, from this World War Hulk. Yeah. And, and I think he pages. stole it from Axl Rose, though, didn't he? Probably. Oh, probably. No, I want to hear you scream! Wasn't it like that, I think? I think because I want to make your, your drums bleed, isn't it? No, I don't know. Listen to Welcome to the Jungle, and then read World War Hulk. Indeed. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, We're doing both at the same time. Yeah, yeah. and, and what I'd, uh, the conclusion I'd reach, because World War Hulk is the same way they've got the Submariner out, Submariner number one, uh, which is also sort of in the aftermath of Civil War. And I realized that I would have been so much happier with Civil War if it had been like Watchmen, characters that sort of resemble characters I know, but weren't actually because as as you because at the end of the day it would have been over and you would have gone back to the world yeah, that you love because as you pointed out it's really hard to like Iron Man even though I, I hate that douchebag even bag. though I, I hate believe him. that they've done a very good job of portraying that Tony Stark believes that what he is doing <laughs> is the, the right, right thing. thing he's not my hero not that he ever was I blame nanobots that's the easiest nanobots. way to the only easiest way to solve it. Nanobots or the Tony Stark got a virus, and uh, nanobots have made him a douche. I think that. <laughs> I think that's. And then that somebody will reboot him, fix I, him. I think that sort of happened over in, over job. in Mighty Avengers. Uh, the nano, the Ultron virus got and turned into See? a woman, and then yeah. and there then you turned, go. I haven't finished that one. And it means I think Tony Stark has the darndest problems. This week he's a woman. Next week he's got Ultron in his heart, mm. and he just can't shake it loose. So, uh, you know, he's just... But as a supporting character in World War Hulk, as, a, as an instigator of the events, that makes for a really good story. Oh, and yeah, yeah. the same thing with Submariner, is that Tony Stark there is like, I would rather have Tony Stark not have a book of his own and sort of just be this well-meaning guy that most of us see as a villain running through other stories. But getting back to World War Hulk... I was trying to get back there. You just look at this front cover, which is set up like a movie mm-hmm. credits mm-hmm. thing. Greg Pack, John Romita Jr. This whole th- this thing just is just lovely, lovely illustration. We were not paid by Marvel JR, Comics JR. to say that. No, no, not at all. This is, but this is a, uh, just a really well put together book. Yeah, uh, three ninety nine. It's a little, like, it's a little oversized. Mark Panisha, one of our favorites. Well, Mark Panisha, who talked to you uh, in New York. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but it is just a really cool. Bo- I mean, you know what? I'll have to say, I haven't read a book in a long time. And uh, reading this book, just the fir- like you said, read the first few pages. I got kind of that uh, that old comic lover it thrill made you, back. It made you, you know want I mean? to read. Yes, and I had to stop reading it here because, like I told you, I like to sit and enjoy my comics. Absolutely, I mean, and like, I was like, my goodness. So you know, this there might be something to this Hulk thing you're talking about. I, so yes, absolutely. And the hardcover came out. Uh, has already sold out here at Elusive Comics. What's the hardcover of? of? Of Planet Hulk. Planet so if you didn't read oh. Planet Hulk... And Are I they think, doing a trade? Does anybody know? Uh, well, not for a while, because as they've found out with Marvel Zombies, which is going on to its fifth printing in hardcover, they don't need to do trades as if the, story, they keep is, if the story is good enough. And trade paperbacks, they're doing hardcover collections. But, but really, this so isn't bad. Fun. Uh, so much more fun. This is true. But uh, more fun. No. Uh, because I want this, I want Planet Hulk in a beautifully bound collection. But see, the thing is, is I can't take a hardcover into the bathroom in good conscience, consciousness. You know what I mean? We'll put a book cover on like you did, you know? Yeah, but I'm just saying, with a like trade, with a trade, I can just, you know, read at my leisure. You know what I mean? Yeah, I gotta say, that's what, that's what the essentials are for. 
Yeah, you're right. right. If the, um, well, the essentials they don't really color, right? They're in black and white. So, no, with the essentials, in case you're out of, out of TP, paper, then, yeah, exactly. That's where I was going you know, with that. Okay. Hey, you know, Sorry. I really appreciate that you stole that punchline right out from under him. That was nice. Was well, it just up. means that he's finally coming to my way of oh thinking, which is God. great. You know, we'll victory have... is mine. <laughs> <laughs> Good lord! Now you come along. But I want to go back to that uh, Submariner thing. Mm-hmm. Wasn't Submariner one of the only people who didn't vote to send Hulk out? Right, he'd already left, he left the Illuminati. The, yeah. So does Hulk know that? Yes, Hulk knows exactly who was in on that decision because they foolishly put a, uh, a video in the ship. Saying, saying, we're sending you to a nice sending, planet we, where we, you'll be happy. This is oh, you know, they left a the trail. Best, they left a trail. Yeah, the and, smartest men on the planet, and they don't cover their asses. So it's Doctor Strange, Tony Stark, Reed Richards, Reed Richards, Black Bolt, and I think that maybe the Professor X. Was there was four of them. Yeah, yeah. there's four yeah. of them. So that's who he's after. And Doctor Strange is just you know. <laughs> astrally projecting himself into a wet pants. <laughs> uh, you know, he's. Uh, and Reed is still on Saturn, I think, uh, or on, on Titan. Titan, uh, one of the trying, to, trying to save his marriage. But they had done an implication in Fantastic Four that he also knew this was coming. That it was like there's an implication from Sue that this is the end game. That he's, you know, moved. I love it to, that music. Moved Hello. it to the next level, and then Hello? knew that the Hulk would come back. So he took off. He said, I'm "Going on vacation. You guys had a lot of fun." Yeah. Um, you know, because I like one of the things is, is, is if you read She-Hulk, they said, you know, Tony Stark has a plan to battle the Hulk and when he comes back. But they point out that, uh, you know, just a, sec, just a second, I have to, Adam, yes. do you have something to say to our listeners? You I keep, you keep pausing for Lon when he does that interruption with the Eye of the Tiger. Okay. You're taking a lot of spot. Okay. okay. Well, great. Um, so there with, you go. With have less, you read, have you read, have you read the, the World War Hulk? Oh, yeah. And you thought... Your thought off it? Your one-word review? Uh, it's not one-word. I just thought I'd like to see the fight between Black Bolt and uh, Hulk. Yeah, and they leave a lot. But I think that's because you've got a bigger fight coming. Well, I mean, he's, 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 later he's, he's kicking the crap out of Tony Stark right now. I mean, there's still four issues left to go. This is true. <laughs> what could be left? Which is what's like, scary. <laughs> he's only taken on four of them, and he's, already, he's almost done with two. What's next? Yeah. Well, I don't think the series is going to end with, like, Hulk ruling the Earth. No. I think that would be a bad way to end the series. Kind of limiting for the rest of the Marvel Universe. <laughs> then Black Adam goes, wait a minute, Yeah, <laughs> uh, from another universe. So I think over. that there's going to be, you're going to have a kind of there a... There is per- no more Black Adam. There's going to be, like, this bell curve What did you say? Line. There is no more Black Adam? No. Haven't you read count- last week's countdown? I did. Yeah, he's not, he's not, he's not out of it. Okay. How long have you been reading comics, Adam? 15, 20 minutes. How long have you been comprehending comics, Adam? All right. So, well, yeah. This is, Countdown is really my first delve into the DC universe. I was uh, never really a DC guy. It works pretty much the same way as the Marvel universe. Yes. Yeah. It's better. Everything comes back around. Everything Almost comes back better. around. Uh, you know, and People go away just so they can come back bigger. Mmm. Yes. So much for that. So much for that. <laughs> so that's what we're hoping. We've kind of petered out, and Lon, you know, found he's got other friends that are more important tonight. Uh, but, you know, I, one thing that got connected, I, I, I mentioned to you off the air, I bought also the Franklin Richards, which they do a cover that's tying with World War Hulk. And Franklin Richards versus yeah. the Hulk? And the Hulk appears. It's a great. They fight over a candy bar. It nice. is a fantastic story. Fantastic. My three. I, no pun intended. My my son loved it. It had like a moral. I would like them to actually create uh, Franklin Richards storybooks. 
Okay. Because in this version, I, I know it's a Calvin, Franklin Richards. I know that it's a Calvin Calvin and Hobbes ripoff. Right. And at first that bugged me, and now it's like, but I totally accept it. I'm glad for it because the Franklin Richards that appears in the mainstream Marvel universe is a yeah. non-entity. Yeah. I mean, they just—he has no personality. He's like the perfect child. Right. This is more believable. But they should just create like a little line of storybooks. Oh, well, he gets same... in, He's like Dennis the Menace in yeah. the Marvel universe. I heard a rumor that he'll be appearing in uh, Fantastic Four too. Uh, I'm a, kidding. I just have, made they that have up. To get married. They yeah. Have to get married. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. But but the thing, the the only thing that that bugged me a little bit when my fly in the ointment with the Franklin Richards book, which was is perfect for little kids. Is I'm really tired of Marvel tying it into things for the adults. So it's got a World War Hulk parody cover. So then, even though it's Franklin looking mad, which is okay because you know that Hulk is mad, and the Hulk is looking more puzzled behind him, but it's otherwise trying to be the cover of World War Hulk. He's sure. stepping on an ocean, he's splashing. Uh, splashing Couldn't Franklin in the Richards ocean? take out the Hulk? Uh, Isn't not- he that powerful? You Couldn't came, you just you came, like will you, him? You, you came late to the conversation oh, sorry. because you Is wanted to talk to your other friends. Didn't they get sorry. more important out of the, uh... Uh, Yeah, they had to shut it down. He doesn't have those powers anymore. Oh, sorry. But, but Franklin Richards, the son of a genius books, are out of continuity. They're just children's oh, stories. Oh, okay. About. So I smell to, a cartoon series. So to have to explain to a three-year-old who is who really was enthralled by the stories. Just per se. You know, what is the World War Hulk? A three-year-old. Yeah, well... it's. In, as I did today, as I'm saying, and they did that in the Power Pack books too. They had in the backup these little Marvel stories that were parodying what was going on in the Civil War, and I just think leave it alone, let them be separate, yeah. because they're going to be entryway things. But don't prematurely drag. Don't confuse the kids. Don't confuse the kids. Don't prematurely drag them into the uh, controversial. Right, you know, i.e. crappy. Daddy, what's the Civil War about, and can I read about it? Yeah, no, you know, Daddy, what's Galactus? Why is Chlor got his got a you know yeah. his what's head exploded? Thing? Why does Galactus want to eat the Earth? Earth? <laughs> yeah, uh, it, it, throw him a Twinkie instead. It, yeah, I mean, just leave it out there. I mean, I just, if Marvel, anybody at Marvel, give him a fruit pie. Give him a fruit pie. If anybody at Marvel is listening. Uh, Which would they, they? We might, know they are. We, we we do know they are actually. Uh, I think Arun. We probably, appreciate Arun Singh is probably listening to see if we mentioned his name. There it is. We've done we did. It. Yes. So there we've done it again. Go in the liner notes. Uh, that you know maybe so, say seriously a line in children's books. You know that that just picture books for kids with the Adventures of Franklin Richards right now would be a fantastic. Yeah. I'm sorry. I can't. I'm, I'm not meaning to do that pun pun with that adjective. It's fantastic. It would be it would be a great tie-in. Everything is fantastic. It, it would it would be a great tie-in, you know, because again, for my son, as an example, but there it is, the next generation of fanboys, you know, his vision of the Hulk is the thing that came with the Mega Bloks, the cute little Hulk that came with his Mega Bloks uh, Spider-Man firefighter cat kit where <laughs> Spider-Man's got a fireman's hat cool. and the thing is That's there. So adorable. So my son loves the Hulk, but if he saw the Hulk that is here, as much as I do they have a Punisher that, one of those? Because that, that would be really funny. <laughs> that would be so bad. I'm afraid they might have done that. They have the a spanker. The, the there's spanker. a Wolverine. There is yeah. a Wolverine. They have a patch one. You know what's really bizarre is I went again 
in a, over to Toys R Us, and when I was asking about, like, are there any Fantastic Four toys, and they took me to the clearance oh, I saw them this week. Okay, so they are out, so yeah. i got to check this out. FF2? For the new movies, yeah. For real? Are they yeah. little ones, or are they big ones? They're the moderate, medium-sized ones, the standard. The six no, they size. made, like, they're, like, four-inch ones, aren't no, they? No, they've got the standard size action figures out. The six-inch, okay. six Wait, because I think I have seen them, like, at Target or something. Okay, so yeah, and they the, were small, like the Spider-Man the Fantastic ones. Four, the uh, Mr. Fantastic is stretched, and he's got this kind of, like... Uh, blade spinning blade. Thing oh yeah, in his but hand yeah, but that's the mainstream ones. I'm sure this one's for the kids. And the thing is that the kids ones are being put in like the Fisher Price section. Oh uh, yeah. So you can find these Marvel buddies and Spider Man and his friends. Where there's there's a really great cuddle me Spider Man too. You can like squeeze his hands and he says, Hey wall, cr- hey web buddies and you know wall crawlers. Oh man, you know, it's time for bed. And uh, anyway, I once again recommend Franklin Richards. And I'm going to go out. There's a, I think there's a digest size. And I told my son, uh, I bagged up my copy of Franklin Richards, put it back under my in my box of comics under the bed. And I it said, is. I'm going to find you a copy that you can hold. That's there why I would, I would love to push the idea of them doing storybooks. Because what kind of father puts his own comics? For, why don't you just a give your comic to your father. child and you go get a different copy later? Uh, because he's three. When I started Justin on... My parents uh, would go without an to give Spider- me whatever they could. I started Justin on uh-huh. Ultimate Spider-Man and Ultimate uh, Fantastic Four, and I was buying him his own copy because I knew it was going to end up the way right. it ended up. Right. This week, there was a lot that I really had to buy. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So there you go. You can't touch my Frankel Richards. No. You know, no. It's it's actually... No, and I told my wife where it was so that That's she could read it to daddies. him later. No, it's just, you know... Whatever. Whatever. You Therapy. With Therapy. No, with no child. Of your own, don't Therapy. judge me. Yeah. So, um, I just, I just really never thought my dad loved me because he hid his comics under the bed. Those and, were Playboy's uh, my, Oh, okay. <laughs> they just yeah. had comics in the back. Yeah. yeah at least my parents yeah. would let me play with the Playboys. His favorite, anyway. his favorite superhero growing up was Dirty Duck and Little Annie <laughs> Fanny. <laughs> Dirty and Duck and the Grandma Lady. Uh, yeah, whatever her name is, I don't know. Uh, Dirty Duck. <laughs> that was pretty good. So, anyway, uh, <laughs> back to more adult comics after uh, praising praising Franklin Richards. Uh, another thing that happened this week was uh, the Justice finally came to an end. Justice number 12, the Alex Ross oh, take the on Super Friends. Yeah. Cool. So now I can buy the hardcover. I've been waiting. <laughs> you know, now with the with the absolute editions of things, I'm actually afraid to buy, buy a collection suit. because it's like if I really want the book, well, the absolute edition is going to come down down the road sooner or later. I didn't read it. How did it play out? Was it good? good I've only series? read through the eleventh issue, but it was fun. A little uneven. The storytelling was a little jagged. Did, I did Alex Ross write it too? Write and draw? He plots. Yeah, he plots. Jim Kruger he actually sits does. and he goes, mm-hmm. <laughs> "Yes, yes." <laughs> they will all bow down to my take on these characters. <laughs> I draw them to make them look real. <laughs> <laughs> I like. I think I like the earlier issues. I, uh, Adam one in particular. Um, like issue four. Or I mean, I know the Shazam one because I love Shazam. You know, the can I say something about Alex Ross? The appearance of Captain Marvel is great. Is it time for Alex Ross to reinvent himself? You think? I think so. I, you mean like in a Bill Sewing I just think that it's way, he's. I mean, Alex Ross, talented, love his stuff, but I think I've seen the you know the the tip of, or the peak. You know what I mean? I've been to the top there's, of the mountain. There's not much more that Alex Ross has to say in his current, shall we say, artistic incarnation. Yes. I mean, it's all just kind of revisiting the past. I think, and, and every artist has to grow and adapt and, you know. Seal himself up. And who the hell am I to say it? I'm just saying, though, as a fan. Yeah, he's going to come out with, like, you know, six arms. And, and Alex Ross is a big guy, and I will not say this to his face. But I'm just saying that as a fan, 
I think he's like time. to see something. I'd like new. to see his the evolution of Alex. I'd like to see the next step. Well, I think yeah, because I think like look here at Elusive Comics, we've got um, all these posters lining the walls. Nobody's really buying them. They've been there for a while, and and they're really cool paintings. But I think it's like everybody's seen that style. It's done. And they're done, uh, and they're not done. They're in a photorealistic way or hyperrealistic way, in the same way that you see Greg Horn doing it. But Horn's got a little bit of an edgier energy to his stuff. This is very stage. Usually more cleavage. Yeah. Well, I I like that Plastic Man just reminds me of Stephen Colbert. Yeah, Plastic Man. There's a fair amount of cleavage. cleavage (laughs) And he has a fair amount of cleavage. Um, He does look like Colbert. He does. And I think that really that's a thought. You know, if they ever do a Plastic Man movie, uh, Colbert Colbert should. Yeah, but like, look at that poster of uh, Captain Marvel. That's the Captain Marvel from uh, Kingdom Come. Well, sure, and it's Freddie Murray, which is where Captain Marvel was originally modeled after. Okay, but I'm just saying though, it's like, give me something new. Give me something new. Okay. Well, there we go. Uh, So. Well, I was here to praise the end of Justice, though I haven't read it. We've and it. I that's ripped it. on it. Thanks. That's good. That's what this podcast is about. Another thing that confused you this week. I've been confused fire. all week. Actual fire. Close cover before striking. Is that? Did you not pick up the Avengers Initiative because you were confused by the title change? No, I just wanted to know why a book called The Initiative all of a sudden became. The Avengers. Avengers Initiative, because Marvel But it doesn't say the Avengers Initiative. It says Avengers, but it has the Initiative Initiative banner banner. at the top. So is there a new Avengers book, or is it the Initiative 3? Well, there's a new Avengers. It's like there's new X-Men, Uncanny X-Men, and Adjectiveless X-Men. So there's Avengers, the Initiative. (laughs) Adjectiveless. (laughs) Bold. Now there's new Avengers, Mighty Avengers, and Avengers, the Initiative. Not to be confused but with, it doesn't with say, Young I'm gonna Avengers. Go, I'm going to get the book. I'll be right back. Not to be confused with Young Avengers, and by the way, the next Marvel video project, which is Teen Avengers. Oh, Lord. Which is not to be confused with Young Avengers, which is already confusing me. But it will already be confusing. <laughs> you know, it's... Why? We didn't do this to confuse you. It just worked out that way. You know, well, and it's one of those things where I go, look... Um, all right, I'm, I, now, I'm not going to speak for long, but you and I, Rick, we're the cognoscenti. We're in the know about comics. We hate keep, it. We keep continuity straight. And if we get confused by this stuff, what hope does the poor Pez man have? I know. Not but here, I have grabbed the book. You're doomed, Lon. Please look at the cover. And let's bring Michael Goodson in. And let's look at the top. You know, we can't tonight, but he'd be totally lost. The yes. top has the initiative banner that a lot of other books have, especially the, the sub- new the Submariner. Sub- number one says, but yeah. it doesn't say Avengers the initiative. It says... Avengers, Avengers, number three. But if you look at the indicia inside. Indicia? Mm-hmm. That little the small print. print. Avengers, the Well, yeah, the first one here says Avengers, That's the initiative. Inside. Okay, but I'm just saying that, come on, Marvel. I'd like to ask it's the a court to introduce this as Exhibit 1. It is confusing. I'm yeah. an Avengers fan, die hard, but you know and this that, is no Avengers. But you know that there are guys wandering in. Where is that, that gentleman who's been here before who, uh, oh, he left. Uh, 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 Rob Cordway. That's the gentleman that was in here a little earlier. Or the guy who emailed me a few months ago. This is like I've just gotten back into comics. Yeah. You know a few titles because you think you know because you think you know them, and you go back and you pick them up. Say I liked the Avengers when I was a kid, and you walk and you pick that up, yeah. and it's like what? The, oh, there's so lost. Yellow jacket, I think. And why is Iron Man gray? And called War Machine. You know, yeah. I mean, if you've been out, it's very confusing. 
I mean, it's the same reason grocery stores, you know, mix up their where they put things so that you'll, you know, pick up the wrong thing. Uh, you look around That's and see. They, they do that because, they, because they don't want you to. I wanted rice. How did they end up with sand? Because because if you go you, if you go where you think the rice is and there's sand, you go. Maybe I needed sand. So you know, the, the, you mix up your, your your goods so that people, you know, I'm don't just get saying. Habit, shopping. That's not the Avengers. No, it's confusing. They're not. Are they calling them the Avengers in the book? I haven't read it. No, they're the initiative. Yeah, um, it's terrible. Because then it's kind of like what you guys talked about last week with the champions becoming the, the order. order. Right. Although this week, Marvel they, can't they, nail they, down names. They for their did teams. announce, and, I, and I've got the preview art up on the site this week. I don't know. I doubt that long. What site is that, Derek? Fanboyplanet.com. Okay. Woohoo! Yeah, that uh, they did announce one uh, one crossover book that I will buy, and I usually oh, don't is that I saw that article. Deadpool and the Great Lakes Initiative. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dan Slott and Fabian Tisha. I don't know how to pronounce that name. Uh, <laughs> but we love you, man. But we love you, Fabian. Uh, I love the Great Lakes, whatever they the are. Great, the GLA, the Great GLX. They, great. they change all the names. Oh, well, you see, the, you know, and, and talk about great storytelling. They gave me four pages of preview art there, and the jokes are flying fast and furious without captions. Like the it works so well visually with Flatman getting used. Careful, careful! If they hear this, they're gonna. Hey, let's not put words in it. Uh, no, okay, but it's just. But I mean, that's good art. That's good cartooning. Yes, definitely. and, uh, and I'm not gonna say visual uh, storytelling because there's yeah. a thing with Deadpool mistaking Flatman for a towel that just it's like that works so well. And uh, I and I looked at the art and I just laughed and you know rubbing him on his real face. Uh, on his butt. Oh, nice. <laughs> where, where did now quick? And you see a horrified flat man trying to get away. <laughs> now remind me here, continuity people. Yes. Great Lakes Avengers first appeared where? Was it West Coast Avengers? Yes. Uh, like Hawkeye was the one who yes. tried to train them or he something. He tried to train them, yeah. and they were. But and they then, crossed over with Thunderbolts. They they apparently they tried to fight the Thunderbolts for a while. A Did they appear in Deadpool though? A couple. While I don't back? know because I really wasn't a Deadpool fan. Okay. I've been made a Deadpool fan by the contrast of Cable and Deadpool, where I really don't like Cable, and Deadpool's just funnier and funnier in contrast. Oh, to that, that yeah. his first series was awesome. I loved the. De- De- What's his name? Well, Gail, Deadpool. Gail Deadpool. Simone wrote him for a while too, and you know she, that was Gail Simone. What? Gail Simone wrote oh him. wrote wrote him. Deadpool for a while as well as Sorry, as well as careful. friend of Fanboy Planet Buddy Scalera whom uh, so he's a buddy of Fanboy Planet he's a buddy of Fanboy Planet well you know Buddy Scalera there we go uh, he wrote Deadpool for a while I think he was on Sopranos too Buddy Scalera hey Buddy Scalera what's up Okay. Let's not get into that. All right. Anyways, this week it's old news by Friday. Don't stop. Yeah. Okay. Anyways. <clears throat> No, Any- stop. Oh, Go okay. Stop. Anyways, what's next on our list, Derek? <laughs> I don't even have the energy for a segue after you. You're so draining. It's, uh, I love it. Yeah. To cross over a little bit, a rumor has popped up this week. To go from comics to television, or vice versa, actually, that Veronica Mars, despite an effort uh, by fans to save it, to bring it back for a fourth season. It? The her, show? Her. Save the show. Uh-huh. Save it. I'm sorry. I referred to it as the show, not the uh, yeah. person. Okay. Because she's, she's fictional. Save Veronica Mars. Save, save Veronica. It. Uh, since it had been canceled from the CW, 
uh, that that uh, the producer, his name is Rob Thomas, uh, has gone as confirmed from as Matchbox being, Twenty. Uh, that Rob then Thomas. Maybe I'm, then maybe I'm getting the name wrong. It's okay. Rob something. Uh, and I apologize for not having that with me, that he confirmed this week, though, that he had had talks with DC about doing season four of Veronica Mars as a comic book. Does anybody care? When we heard that before? Right, because of the success of Buffy the Vampire Slayer season eight, running a a comic book franchise the way you'd run a TV series. But Buffy had fans. Veronica Mars obviously didn't have enough to keep them on the air. A lot of people like the Mars. Sure, but I mean, enough to constitute a comic? I mean, how many people were watching Buffy? Oh, yeah. You know, that's. that's Well, that at least had eight seasons. Seven seasons. Oh, all right. Seven seasons. But this one's only had. Like they three. accepted. No, it had a smaller. It had a smaller audience. This is why the WB and the UPN had to merge and create the CW because they they were splitting each other's audiences. Yeah. Buffy was already gone from that. Now I I I, I will. I'm not going to beg to differ. I am differing with you, Lon. I think it has its hardcore fans. And compared, how many people watch a, a series that is a TV series has made it to uh, three seasons? We'll say at least two million a week. At least versus versus the average distribu- the average comic, comic book uh, two Zorlak <laughs> uh, and so how many of those are uh, going to rush out ten thousand ten thousand is considered a modest success and that's you know so we're looking at a very small percentage of so the it's TV not a bad a it's not a bad loss all right well I'll just I'll add it to my collection of successful comic or TV series comics like have you ever watched the Shield have you ever watched the, Veronica yeah. Mars. No. Okay. Real so you really don't know what you're talking about. I watched you, a couple of. Episodes. I just know that TV comics you don't really suck. Know. Yeah. Okay. I watched a couple of episodes, and the problem was it was a long-running storyline, so you didn't, you couldn't really jump in. Which they apparently broke up in this third season. I'm, yeah. wa- I'm waiting for the DVDs. Yeah. Because I got yeah. the second season, and I got hooked because I could watch it in huge chunks. I'm waiting for the Arrested Development comic book. Um, I'll read that because okay. I love that show. Then I hope people are listening, whoever wants to do an Arrested yes, Development Yes, give comic. me one of those. Okay. I will take it. That's sad. And so, <laughs> but I'm all for the Veronica Mars because it's a, it was, well, I mean, both Joss Whedon uh, Did you watch Veronica Mars? Smith. I did. did. I did you? watch a few episodes. Are you hungry the for the next season? I I've, I've got to watch the third season. Oh, okay. I haven't even watched oh. this season of Smallville yet. Mm, I'm just like okay. racking that up on the TiVo and, I get, and waiting. Right. So next you're going to tell me they're going to make a Superman comic. Is that what you're telling me? No, but you know what they are going to do on Smallville? They're going to add Supergirl next season. Helen now, Slater? Will it be Hoochie Supergirl? I think or? it's going to be Hoochie. Helen Slater herself is also there in talks trying to find a role for her. Oh, but nice. they are Supergirl's going, aunt. But they are actually going to bring in a character, Kara Zorel. She'll be a Kryptonian. As a Kryptonian. Which okay. is weird because on Smallville they already had a blonde girl named Kara who had the powers and had been kidnapped by Jorel as a baby. And she turned out not to be an actual Kryptonian, but given, like Jonathan Kent had been given powers by, by Jorah. Wow. Okay. I so, am so confused. Well, you are, but that was before you even walked in here. So I don't know where to go. So some people are excited that Supergirl will be joining the cast. Some people. Uh, well, I can't remember which website it was. Goodson sent me this link, and there was somebody who had done a picture of... Uh, of Sarah Michelle Gellar in the Hoochie Supergirl outfit, and he says, "We need more pictures like these." <laughs> so I found once it'll get us. So <laughs> I found one of Elijah Cuthbert in the Hoochie Supergirl oh, yeah. outfit. Said like this. So we've you been guys having... have too much time on your hands. Too much time on my hands. 
Wow. Okay. okay. Um, when we quote sticks, I think it's time to go. No, oh, we're only halfway no. through. We are. We are. Uh, so we're still on television. Let's go with television. Another thing that I, I just noticed in Entertainment Weekly, and we, we, we want to be aware of this because as we go to Comic Con, I'm sure there'll be something about this. Flash Gordon starts in August. I can't. It's like no news. I really haven't been seeing anything on this, and the Sci-Fi Network is running Flash Gordon. Okay, now I'm going to do my Lon Lopez invitation. Remind what? me again about Flash Gordon. Is this going to be live? Flash, or? Uh, yes, it will be. No, so uh, not going to have Queen on it. It will be uh, live action. Okay, it'll live, be live action. action. A 13-episode first season. Um, the guy that produced the uh, Rob Halmy. Who produced the Odyssey TV movie and the Merlin TV movies? Ah, Merlin like. So you know it's going to be good. Uh, I like the Merlin one. I admit that I don't know that, but I like the Odyssey. But I, but I, I like the Flash Gordon concept, and uh, I think there's room to sort of make it work uh, for heavily blue screened. Or uh, I hope so. I hope so. I, 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 you can't go for something realistic. I mean, that is totally. An I would like it top. to be like Land of the Lost style. Oh, I love Land of the Lost with Sleestack. Yes. Just Flash Gordon, like one camera, like angle, and just him running around. Like, hey, hey, Fig Anna, boulders. I've got a new nickname for him: Chaka. Lon, you can call him Chaka. Chaka, Chaka. <laughs> so. That's that's one vowel away from Chico, right? Uh, okay. <laughs> well, yeah. Keep working on it, people. It's two vowels away, really, but that's okay. But anyway, okay. so, so, for a so second. Flash so Gordon. We've got to be paying attention to some news for that because I know nothing. It just said that it was starting August tenth. Uh, I guess it is replacing Battlestar Galactica, which has announced that they are ending that series. Yes. But the producer's choice, not sci-fi's. Yes. So that's good. So they say. Well, so they say. But let us let us maintain that fiction. And I think it's for another decade until finally the the sci-fi came to them and said, "We're only going to give you this much money. We will give you five dollars per episode." I think it's a good. This is our last ep or last season. It's a very good thing to end that series because they're about to find Earth, and the last time they found Earth, it turned into chips. Uh, that was a terrible flying motorcycles delicious chips in Los Angeles. That's right. The, the Galactica children on Earth. Uh, Galactica 1980. Galactica 1980. <laughs> oh, it was uh, horrible. It was. It was. Although the original pilot wasn't that bad where they were going to go chasing the one guy through time and they just dropped that plot line completely. Is Sam know. Jones going to uh, guest star on this one? Do we know? I don't know. I would love that. I, 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 I love Sam Jones. I know nothing. I know. You, you've, yes. I love him. Why don't you marry him? But so. they should wrap the wrap the should wrap the story as soon up as nicely and through. bookend the series, and that'd be it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, All right. on the bigger screen, uh, of course, we've had IMAX. Some, we've had some casting, perhaps oh. IMAX. Oh, okay. We've had some casting news this week. William Hurt is joining the cast of The Incredible Hulk as Boo. Thunderbolt Ross. So let's go back down what we know about who's actually in this. So it's it's Louis Leterrier. Directing. That's the guy that did the Transporter films. Boo. And uh, uh, Danny that's a the good, Dog. That's what a is good it? stand in Gently for, uh, Unleashed. You know what's going to He handles action well. Yeah. You can say what you will about his storytelling. He handles his, real action he well. He handles real yeah. action well. Not, we haven't CG'd actioned him yet, have we? Well, we'll no. just see what well. happens when Edward Norton takes on Tim Roth. Two asthmatic kids with caved-in chests <laughs> CG'd into huge, huge beasts. Uh, because uh, so there we go. Uh, Edward Norton is playing Bruce Banner. We know uh, Liv Tyler is playing Betty Ross. So now William Hurt is playing her father, and Tim Roth is playing Emil Blonsky, aka the Abomination. And in an article I read, they actually said that the Abomination. They referred to it as being the Abomination had appeared in the first film. 
So I'm guessing that they're sort of really? assuming that Nick Nolte was the abomination slash absorbing man slash every villain. I still don't know what happened to the end of that movie, but... I think it may have just been a confusion. And Lon, reviewer. if you're listening to the uh, no, Mario, if you're listening to this, Mario, if you're still alive, call us. But Mario, if you're listening to this, please uh, go ahead, defend this movie, and explain what the heck happened at the end. So, uh, anyway. Here's so, my problem, William Hurt. Yes? Scene Chewer and. Uh, Thunderbolt Ross. Is he an Academy Award winner? Yes. Kiss of the Spider Woman. Great. So he's going to want some screen time. Like, <laughs> this is Lon's. Ex- this is my I problem. Oh, just look it up. It's my argument number five. <laughs> I'm just saying. Number one. You put Sam Elliott it's, it's in as Sam, Thunderbolt, and is, it's and it's subtle and it works. This is my problem. You couldn't have topped Sam Elliott as Thunderbolt Ross. That was the best piece of casting. I think we all agree in that whole. Movie Even the now. people on the the internet's been saying that. Yeah. So there you go. William Hurt. He's not a general. He's a he's like a New York sophisticate poet kind of, you know. He's not an army guy. It's hard to, well. But Did you see him in, what was that movie, History, uh, History of, of Murder? Violence. History of Violence. History of Violence. I haven't seen that yet. Terrible in that. Terrible. But really good in Mr. Brooks, but not, but again, a very, you know, it's just like. Awesome the, in The Accidental Tourist. No, I'm kidding. I didn't even see that. Well, he was good in The, in the Big Chill, which is also getting sort of remade. In a more I read that, version. but let's not go there. It's very confusing. Pixar? No, no, it's not. Oh, please. Although I'd no, watch that. Like a big chill with like all oh, the Pixar, Pixar characters. Oh, Pixar characters? Like oh, yeah. Shrek and like <laughs> that's the, what, oh, the, yeah. DreamWorks. That's the DreamWorks. Invincibles yeah. or whatever. No, and then incredibles. like the Monsters Incorporated. All of them meet at a retreat. No, it's Buzz Lightyear you're dealing with. After like Woody dies. With yeah. 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 Woody's yeah. suicide. That's just I would watch that. That's evil. Oh, I love that. Let's fund that. Pixar yeah. is yeah. the big shush, chill. Shush. Now you're like giving away a great idea to do. No, we we do it right now. Copyrighted already. All We've right, published it's there. it. It's there. It's our idea. <laughs> it's there. <laughs> You've got a friend yeah. in me. <laughs> Pixar. Okay. This is okay. Potato Head. I never realized you, you cared so much. The big Pixar. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, hockey puck. <laughs> it's, uh, we'll have like one of the cars. We'll be there, there we go. There See we go. Awesome. I, I also follow up on a story from last week that has been confirmed that the Thundercats film adaptation is a go. Is a, is a go, but it's animated. It's going to be animated. It's Good. Not, it's not going to be a live action. But anyway, it's animated. Unfortunately, He Man remains a live action. So uh, they're good because I want to see big buff sweaty man. Yeah, I know, and and the producer they did a live action. The pro- and the producer made some statement. It's like it's going to be you know a lot better than that Dolph Lundgren version. I think we can all agree. Like, well, what wouldn't be? Yeah. <laughs> but uh, although Frank Langella made a great Skeletor, so um, and Courtney Cox, whatever role she and was he in, continues that was good. to do that to the- Let me uh, move what? on to more family oriented fare. Pixar did uh, did uh, announce because I, I can't say confirmed. I, I have known for some time because Pixar has had several pro- projects uh, in the works ahead of time. I've known that they've had this thing lined up. I have no idea had no idea what the title was. Just a few months ago, we we knew that Wall E was going to be the 2008 film after Ratatouille. Wall E. Uh, Wall E. It's about a robot. Uh, now they've announced their 2009 film, which is a film called Up, which is directed by the guy who did Monsters Inc. Uh, about a guy, about an old man in the wilderness who teams up with a park ranger to fight monsters in a national park, where it says beasts. So, but we're hoping that means monsters, not actually like just fighting bears, because I'm not interested in that. But, uh, but also that could, in that same uh, same article confirming that said that of course Toy Story three is uh, in line for 2010. Is a go. Is a go. Oh, okay. But the thing that threw me off was that they said 
They're rumored to be the ones that are going to do John Carter of Mars now. And we know that Disney owns the rights to John Carter of Mars as they bought up every single fantasy uh, novel series they could possibly get their hands on in the wake of having turned Lord of the Rings down how many every years ago. (laughs) (laughs) That's obsessive compulsion. You suck, Disney. (laughs) Every studio did. I mean, if you wrote a fantasy novel, you could could build a swimming pool for your kids. uh, But then my man Peter Jackson came in and he did that, man. Yes. He did that thing. Uh, But it's after your man Peter Jackson came in because that's when the other studios realized, whoops, we shouldn't have said no to that thing. It's like in the wake of Star Wars. You had everybody, so now they've got all these Things. But John Carter These guys Mark, are so clueless because they just don't get it. Lord Hollywood's of the Rings was clueless. an immense, immense story that has had millions of readers over the ages. Worldwide. And so it's not just you get a fantasy story. It's like you got you got the Moby Dick of fantasy well, stories. Well, but then you know? but we know that the Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe worked. Now, but I would yeah, say, but look how they blew pales, Aragon. Pales in comparison. But Aragon's not... Yeah, but it had a huge like yeah, national falling, and like all the people that loved the book hated the movie. But may they, I, may they I they say too true. that all those that um, loved the book, they were wrong. Was the book it's, bad? A ter- it's a terrible book. I'm going to go on record and say it. Sorry, it's a terrible wow. book. I haven't even read it, and I'm Aragon. Oh, the Christopher Paolini thing. Yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, he's not a bad writer. It's just. But a I'm just saying book. though, from the fact that they had enough draw to actually make a movie of that, mm-hmm. and you know, they go, you know, so they have these fans they're trying to keep, and they just said, well, you know what, screw them, we're going to make our I, own movie. I do still have, I have hopes for Christmas. They've got the Golden Compass coming out from the. The first book of the His now Dark Materials. I mean, that's an interesting crossover from children's story to adult story because there's a lot of interesting there's stuff happening. There's a lot of depth to that. Somebody going to get that? There's a lot, of, de- get- a okay. lot of depth to that, to that novel. And, uh, so, but uh, yeah. Narnia, Narnia is, is weak. Narnia is not going not gonna to carry through. I mean, you don't think? Nah. After, I think Lion, Witch, and War, Wardrobe is probably the best story. And it, it you know it caught a lot of it caught a lot of people's attention. Obviously, they're still filming Prince Caspian, but not a lot of yeah. buzz going around about that. Uh, but you know, Disney's hoping. Is the Talking Lion going to be in it? Aslan, I think, is it's going to be huge then because huge. Talking Lions kick ass. Yeah, okay. all right, okay. Uh, yeah. He even makes a cameo in They're Fables great. this week. To go oh, back wait, to that's comics. a tiger. Uh, you know, he makes a cameo in Fables. So uh, it's... Uh, Who, Aslan? Aslan makes a cameo, an unnamed cameo in Fables. <laughs> so they put Aslan in Fables? Is there anything? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. Uh, so back to John Carter of Mars, which we knew Disney had bought the rights. Uh, Roberts, they had bought also Robert Zemeckis's motion capture studio that had done the Polar Express and has a Beowulf adaptation coming out soon with a screenwriting by Neil Gaiman. And... Um, and I can't remember when that release date is on that. I've seen some things. Yeah, they were pumping it last year at Worldcon, and I can't remember when okay. they were saying it. And, and it was rumored then that Robert Zemeckis was going to get John Carter of Mars, but now this rumor seems to be Pixar. So I, either way, I'd kind of be happy with it, I think. See, John Carter of Mars is a, ser- is a series that builds characters, brings in new characters, revitalizes itself every couple of And Hollywood of will find a way to ruin it, right? Well, no, no, Are I we did, with it? Or? See, the thing about it is when you did The Lord of the Rings, they did it the right way. They made all three movies pretty much at the same time. Time. They didn't mm-hmm. have a lot of aging, you know. The the it's going to be tough to make the Harry Potter movies all the way through the ends and keep those kids still looking like they. Uh, no, I'm, I, I, I I will differ with that too. I'm I, sorry. I'm because I've read. I've watched enough WB to know. Okay. You can be a teenager at the age of thirty. I didn't say it wasn't going to be possible, <laughs> but I'm. It's going to be. It's not not as good as. No, doing but it you know. But, but you it's know, magic. But the, but the Harry but Potter kids. They've. Only I didn't given, want to go there. I want to go. I want to. They've stay only with, given them like six with months the off animated, in between. With the animated yeah. aspect of, of 
of Mars, you can keep then it eternally young. Then you can keep young. it going eternally young, and you just get voice actors that are pretty close to what they had before, and you can make a nice, or solid, even, even, collectible. You can still Too have bad his, Buddy Hackett's dead, because he was great. He would have made a good deal. Deja Taurus! <laughs> Tars Tarkus. No, really, say? I love you. I love you. I Buddy Hackett, the weirdest thing, if you watch the Love Bug special edition DVD and this voiceover commentary and the opening titles, it just goes through all the names. He goes, well, he's dead. <laughs> he's dead now. He was nice, but he's dead. And, <laughs> just like, and then he died like two months after they released that DVD. Yeah. He cursed himself. So, uh, good Lord. But I'm looking forward to John Carter. That was uh, one of my favorite series, one of the first series of books that I ever read as a kid. Picked them up one at a time with the Frank Frazetta covers in the library. And, yeah. yeah, you know, and that Good is stuff. one a lot of people. My mother-in-law was a big John Carter of Mars fan, and it's just it's a weird one that uh, like that quietly reaches across generations. I'm not sure that Lon knows who he is, but no. So tell me more about this Jimmy Carter of Mars or whatever it is. He builds houses on Mars. Well, he's, oh, okay. He's a Civil War he's a peanut veteran. farmer or something. He falls into a cave and he wakes up. Finds a White in House. The cave. Wakes up uh, in the White doesn't House. Doesn't he have a, like a weird eccentric brother or yeah. something? Yes. Okay. Billy Carter, yeah, yeah. Billy there's Carter no, of Mars. No joke to me with Billy I'll watch Carter that. Mars. No, no. Um, ah, Mars. So you know that's why don't they do a John Carter of Veronica Mars and then they you know combine the uh, the properties wait, and save a little wait, money. Wait, got it. Okay, good. All right. Uh, I had to have the picture because Kristen Bell, fanboy sweetheart. Come on, he is just copyrighted. Okay. We just have that idea. That's she's ours. She's in. She's the female lead in that movie, Fanboys, which I'm still waiting, waiting for some sort of release. That was yeah. bad. Yeah. yeah not going to happen. Yeah, okay. All I right. Think, uh, I think now is the time to speak about the exciting uh, things that are going on here at Elusive Comics and Games. They sponsored us. Let's they, bring up. I don't know if they say they're sponsoring us. They're kind enough to have us be here. So, uh, and uh, by the way, I'll, she can't hear us. From here. I'll be appearing it. I'll go get her. Okay, why don't you do that while I, while I vamp a little, saying uh, that we will. Uh, I, Alon, are you? Have you decided are you going to come with me up to Sacramento to the show? If I can sell toys, Toy Fusion. Well, we better resolve if that. If we tonight. can figure we'll that we'll, out, because I got some toys we'll be, I want to we'll sell. We'll be appearing in a show in Sacramento this Saturday. That would be June. So, if you live in the Sacramento area, me and Derek will be signing 16th, T-shirts. Sixteenth. Uh, at Toy Fusion in Sacramento will be appearing. I'll be signing copies of Tony Loco. We'll be selling Dorothy stuff. Uh, I'll be signing glossy 8 by 10s of myself. Of, of you? Yes. Oh, really? I have to go to Kinko's tonight and make them all. But, uh, well, that's expensive to go glossy at Kinko's. But no, but I just it, it, like it, it, to sign my name on things. I know. I know. I know you do. I'll sign babies. Bring Which, babies, by the way, next week whatever. on DVD, Bridge to Terabithia will be released. And uh, Bring in your copies. Me and Derek will sign them. And Anna's having problems with the headphones. I'd like to get her on here. What I don't know what. You have to do both sides. And we're back. And we're. Uh, this is uh, okay. And almost, almost, almost. Okay, Anna, mic check. I'll better. There you go. Okay, Anna, we've got. And she's back. The owner of Elusive Comics and Games, and so we just uh, wanted to bring you in here for the tail end to talk a little bit about what's going on at the store right now. Oh, um, well, we're busy not doing much of anything. Oh, you mean, oh, in general. I, Hello. Hello. Yes. Hello. She has a very, very bedroom tone right now. I do. I just want to talk about the star. Yes, I Well, we are remodeling the interior. Well, we're, we're redecorating and, and remodeling at the same time. We're uh, getting some new uh, shelf space in here, custom made by Mr. Rob Wilson. 
and uh, we're hot. Ex- it's very I've hot. seen this work before. Uh, so hot. Um, so we're expanding our game section and yes. card section. And um, if people want to know if we're going to be carrying sports cards, I could say yes. NHL stuff will be handily available. <laughs> Um, NHL, any What's particular that? team? NHL, anything else? Anybody? Anything, the sharks. Uh, there are no. And it's going to sell what she under what she knows about. And so what there she we likes. Go. <laughs> <laughs> only sharks things. This yeah, will become only, a, only shark star. No, uh, if you if you want any special requests, it's all very very easily done. Special requests. Um, we've got a sale going on right now. Some forty percent off stock. And it's going to be expanding to a bunch of trades. That's going to be happening in the next couple of weeks. So Good heavens. Because uh, lots of stuff's going to go on sale. Oh. I just love a sale. Yeah. I'm going to save my money. Try and get out some uh, old classic Do you guys have any stuff. coupons? Okay. Yeah, okay. we do. And um, uh, it's for barbecue sauce, though. We'll be getting in a bunch Sweet. of new trades. Getting in some new Nude stock. trades? Nude trades, yeah. Wow. I'm suddenly all excited. And, and one thing that you that you've done that you've implemented this week that uh, I'm excited about, yes. and that you may not realize is a gr- is a greater service than many shops will supply. The out of stock is the out of stock signs. It seems so simple. Maybe I shouldn't be revealing this over the podcast because, <laughs> but it is so good to be able to walk in Copyright. here and know what I missed now. Only, so you can ask the, for it. Only on the new new release section. Well, sure, but that but but, but, still but come on. That Look, way we know what we missed. If yes. you're if you're listening to this, if you're somebody listening to this podcast, you're probably coming in on a weekly basis. You cared enough to find this, you know. So you got to understand that. About, or if about you go your, to a store that doesn't do anything like then this, then you for come you. here. You tell them they suck. Or of you're not in the perhaps state. doesn't understand if say here, alphabetical order. If you're not in the state, we do mail order. So you're going to handle the mail Just order business. Give Sweet. us a call. Can you get me uh, what would that a bride? Num- yes. what, would, what would that phone number be? The phone number is 408-985-7481. More information can also be found on our website at elusivecomics.com. Remember, it's not elusive. It is illusive. elusive no. How would you spell that? So it's like ill, like it's sick. Exactly. Right? All right. In. Yes. For and all you young hipsters out there, do have a link on Fanboy Planet. If you go weekly to the Diamond List, I do provide that on the on, provide the Diamond List at, at the previous owner's request of what's coming out each week, and you can click on there, and it's sponsored by Elusive Comics. Uh, we'll talk about the sponsorship later, and <laughs> it's sponsored by Elusive Comics, and it links right to the website to the Elusive Comics website. Cool. So, Beauty. so Beauty. we're doing what we can. Yes. So we like the out-of-stock thing, because if you come in here at, say, 6 o'clock, you've had a hard day at work, you get in there, if you hadn't ordered your thing specifically from Diamond, and something sold out, and you like didn't even know it was coming out, but there's a card there telling you that it's... That but isn't that more heartbreaking? Because no, what no, if you no, come no. in and Not you now. don't know? Not Not now, so you can look at it, oh, I missed that! No, now you know oh. to go to the front desk and say, I need that. To reorder oh. it, and we will get it in for you in just a couple Because cover. it used to be, right. I would just see gaps in the books, and, and I would say, go, oh, was here. I don't know what that was, but I'll bet it was something I really, really wanted. Like Buffy, that you know Steve keeps forgetting to put on my list. So... Don't blame Steve. He's not I here to defend himself. Steve. I do blame Steve. I'm going to do some promotion now. Um, okay, so this Promote week, away. Oh, this week, Plug away. World War Hulk came out, as you all know. Um, uh, there's also some variants that came out. There is a the regular variant that came out that's currently selling for about 25 bucks on eBay. We're gonna, we're selling ours here in the store for 20 Okay. And then there's the sketch variants, the 25th anniversary variants, that are selling for like 60 bucks on eBay, and we're selling them for about 50 here in the store. And we're going to have a couple of those... Uh, we were able to order in a couple extra, so um, okay, good. So if you are a collector, available. if you are one of those people that really hunts down those those variant covers, 
We have some here. So yeah. very good. Very yeah. good. Yeah. Also, um, if you come in and you like any of our posters, they're all on sale, which is different from for sale, meaning that we're selling them cheap. Because I want to. she hates Could the posters. Don't hate them. I have the, these. So, for example. Can you see? Look, look radio no, no, listeners. because what Those if she right names there. one I want and then, you know, it's. <laughs> you then it'll mysteriously it disappear. There's some Tomb Raider posters. There's mm-hmm. some. Hoochie Super. Tomb Raider. That's awesome. A Joe, Joe Jusco painting. Yeah. Young Adventures posters. Young Adventures. <laughs> adventures. That's she awesome. Know. Anna's oh. tired. Anna's very tired. And his husband broke his foot on last week, and and has been. Which is why Derek and Lon may be heading up to Sacramento this weekend. Yes, road trip. Road trip because uh, because Ray's out there, Oedipus Ray, with a with a swollen, (laughs) broken foot. Uh, No, I mean Oedipus. It's not just a swollen; it's just that he can't put any pressure on it because he just had surgery. The American pronunciation is is Oedipus. Oedipus. Yeah, but the Greek pronunciation is Oedipus. Sure, but I'm not Greek. Either way, he's sitting on a couch and can't get up. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, come on in and, and buy stuff. Himself. And then he can't we can do, do anything. stuff. And yeah. that's it. Okay. Cool. Well, I look forward to coming into your store. And that's at 2725 El Camino Real, Suite 105, right? Which is next to the Korean chiropractor and the Korean karaoke bar, we like which is to fun go, to say. But we no like Korean to, barbecue, surprisingly. Uh, we left out the mm-hmm. Korean rice bakery. Well, that's that's on the other side. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this one right here. Oh, it is? Okay, yeah. So, yeah. um... We are. We're by the big way, in Korea too. It doesn't get any more American than that. And no, it really doesn't. Not anymore. If you can find the store, you will be rewarded with everything inside it. If you've never really? come before, you're going to give them everything inside the store. No, you just get to look at it. Oh, um, okay. Make sure we clarify that. If you've never been here before, smartass. If you've never been here before, uh, please take advantage of our 10 percent off coupons for new customers. And take advantage of Steve. Oh, or definitely. anybody yeah. that just, works just here. Just reach across, tussle his hair. Yeah. Tim, Tim looks like he could use. Tim, uh, Tim he could to use be hard to tussle Tim's hair. It's, it's very hard to, but you know. He just, needs a back rub, though. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> you, you just take it and rub his head against your chest. It's great. Though. Oh, ew. Okay, that's like gross. <laughs> you could rub them um, all over your Boba Fett. <laughs> Ooh. And Anna leaves. Bye. Okay. Anna, everybody. Hey. <laughs> all right. So. If you've been horrified by the last two minutes... We know how to exit a guest. As Rick clearly has been. Uh, I don't know if this will make it out there, but please write in at editor at fanboyplanets.com. That's E-D-I-T-O-R. Oh, good. Thanks for the spelling. <laughs> I just don't. I just can't assume that people really we know that. We didn't spell elusive, but we'll spell... No, I thought we did. We spelled like three letters okay. of it. I-L-L-U-S-I-V-E. There you go. Comics, C-O-M-I-C-S dot com. There we go. You're happy now? I'm there. So happy. Okay. So uh, that's it. All and, right. And we got Tune to, in next time. We should all win. When you win. hear Lon say. Uh, so, what is this, like, Shazam character about? <laughs> all right. So, there we go. Uh, Lon, of course, has his moronlife.com. M-O-R. Please go check it out. Your interview finally came up. Did you see that? No. You have to tell me these the, things. Yeah. I think it's part three. It's on the site now on the front page. Derek and uh, Mark, uh, what's his name? Teague. Teague talking about. Oh, look who just showed up! Oh, well, a special guest for the end of the show. Signing us here off. to wrap it up. I'm Michael Goodson. <laughs> Good night, everybody. No, we're not ready. Woo! Moreonlife.com, and also if you check that out, there's a link on the uh, on the links page to More on Life uh, for Fanboy Planet. 
M O R O N L I F E. Also say, of course, if you go to Fanboy Planet on the side, there's a little thing for gamers that have been kindly sponsoring us all along. And uh, gamers, a little sense Gamers, me. the movie. Gamers, the movie. Very funny film. And uh, they'll be working with Chris Foligno there in the future on all something. Right. Yeah. That's great. Do we have somebody sending us out this week, or do we? I think we do. I think we do. Well, very good then. Do you think we do, or do you know we do? I'm pretty sure we do. All right. This is John Provost, Timmy from Lassie, and a lot of other things. And remember, use your powers only for good. And thanks once again to the great Luke Ski for use of his music in this podcast. Visit Luke Ski at www.lukeski.com. I've just all I've been reading lately is old preacher from Michael Goodson. So I didn't know Goodson did that. Yeah, uh, people realize that uh, he uh, no the character of uh, Arseface ah, autobiographical. I see it now. Yeah, yeah. Actually, let's say, uh, why don't we bring Annie, Annie in for a little up top, what's the update with Elusive Arts? So, Anna, did you hear that? What? We're going to bring you in for an Elusive Arts update. Okay. Okay. Both, uh, anything you want to talk for elusive about. Elusive Comics, Elusive Arts. Rob's whole um, craftsmanship of shelving. Well, let's not make it look like that's a real big thing. We We've got shelves. shelves. <laughs> look, it's huge. Yeah, but, you know, we're, we're, we're trying to put, put forth the illusion that this was always a successful I know that's fantastic, but not. No, that's actually that's actually above what most stores do, though. Yes, most stores. I I, most stores, alphabetical order is is big is a big deal. This is true. Yeah, even separating out what's new. Yeah, there are a lot of shops that I go into. Like, well, know, then let's just talk about this online because there it is. When we bring Anna in, we can talk about the things that bug us about stores that are not happening here. Yeah. On the list. On the list. On the list. On the list. Okay. Hit it. Coming to you live from oh, Elusive. Hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on. I, you know, don't go too over the top because I have to bring it down and edit. Lon anyway. was too loud. Well, whatever. Lon Goodson was, was loud last I'm, week. I'm bleeding. Okay. That's just a shirt. Take two. Oh, yeah. Coming to you live from Elusive. Com-